Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeedy. I'm already fired up today. Crackling fire away. <laughs> What's well, getting hot in here? It's getting hot in here. Um, you know, uh, for those of you that are listening uh, to this show and listen to my Voice America show this morning, I will have that information uh, for you. Maxine Thompson did say she was giving out a free copy of her novel. <laughs> But the email address is on the show. So you're going to have to listen to the show again, either at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, but I'm hoping I'll get an email today, which will give you more information about that. But fired up, yes, because I love what I do, Mr. Benny. This is the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm Dr. Pat, and we've mixed it up for you. You see, we said, as Stephanie Durham has said, what's your tagline for 2006? Get in the mix in 2006. And last week we were talking about change. That's right. And here we are. And here we are. So Stephanie is joining the show today and we have got lots to talk about. Uh, Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind. And uh, we want to let you know that uh, we have many, many things planned. But uh, today's show is one of my favorite topics. Energy loss and the chakras. So, you know, we've heard a lot about getting them energy patches and sticking them on our bodies. But we're talking about something totally different right here, aren't we? Yes, it's a little bit different. They do not um, give you warnings uh-huh. on the label about this kind of energy. No, they don't, do they? No, I, mean, I don't think so. Mm-mm. But it can really, really accelerate the vibration. And you want to have that because what's happening in 2006, at least on this radio show, but I've talked to a lot of people and they're like on the same page. I, I, I stated my intention for 2006 and I've gotten more emails from people about, yeah, that's mine too. And my intention that, that came to me in service last week was, uh, you know, I am the expansion of God as me and through me. And, uh, you know, so that just came to me right out of the gate. And there's so many people that have responded to that in that feeling of 2006 being the breakthrough year. Yeah, we're stepping over the threshold. And there are tremendous, tremendous opportunities for all of us. You know, the new year, the, the New Year's resolutions that people have a tendency to make. Do you know that it's an, there's an overwhelming percentage of people who fail on their New Year's resolutions because they don't fit? They're, they're not aligned with the resolution. They're not aligned with it. Right. And what happens when we That's come into point. this energy work that we're doing, the alignment, we're on the eve of the alignment, and now it takes action to move into. And that means a conscious choice to do something. And you, last week, we started to talk about the plan for uh, the, the show the, the show that you we're going to be doing together um, last week, we talked about a little bit. We talked about the lineup for 2006, but there was a very special announcement last week to kind of kick off this idea of expansiveness. And I'd like for you to share with the listeners the gift that you provided and who the winner was last week. 
Oh, that was just a wonderful thing to do. I'm so blessed to be able to have provided that. What we did is we had um, a um, an opportunity for people who wanted to embrace change and who were dedicated to um, a, a specific outcome that they were able to define. So many times we don't know what it is, and unless we do a little journaling, we can't figure out what it is. And as the lady who I spoke with um indicated to me, you know, it just, I sat down to write what it is I wanted and it wasn't, and things weren't right. And she said a couple of weeks went by and I was able to sit down and draft out at that time after giving it some meditation, what it was she wanted to change in her life. And we all have to do that. And other, because we get clouded by all of the options that we have Mm -hmm. and without dedicating ourselves to it, we don't know what we want to change. So this particular gal um, has been selected um, based on uh, a lot of information, and she provided an essay and some other things to our office and is going to be receiving six weeks' worth of personal coaching. Her name is Kimberly Danielson, and she, I spoke with her, and she will um, be on the program with us. She thought it was a prerequisite, and I said, well, of course you don't have to do that if you don't want to. She said, no, I, w- I would like to do that. So on January 13th, um, we will have with us that day, Kimberly Danielson is our guest, to share with all of you wonderful people out there what her um, intended outcome is for uh, 2006, how to move into it, and what it is she would like to accomplish. And then after she has spent um, some intensive time with uh, with me one-on-one, she will come back and share her experience with everyone. So everyone will have an opportunity to grow along with her as we go through this process so that you can see what it's like. And it really is fun. It oh, really, yeah. it's, it's exhilaratingly, it's not, it's not fearsome, but it's exhilarating because one of the areas that I work with people is archetypal consultation. And in the archetypes, when the studies that I've done with Carolyn Mace and the work that I teach on with people about how to read their archetypal energies at their time of, of birth and how it affects us, in Kairos time, which is right now, uh-huh. what we're experiencing, and in cosmic time, which is what the divine or the universe has in store for us. Mm. And there's some interesting things that were written about this Venus retrograde, you know, Venus being in retrograde, and um, and how powerful that is and what that means. And, and, and you know, for a lot of people, uh, you know, what goes on in terms of astrological uh, information and knowledge you know, it doesn't mean very much. But for other people, there, you know, there is a connection that they make to the vibration of it. Yeah, the connection, the ultimate connection. Mm-hmm. As they were speaking a little earlier, uh, for some people, Seattle area is a great place to be. Right. Based on where they were when they were born and, and the location of the planets. Well, energetically speaking and archetypally speaking, the same thing holds true. That's why we make connections with certain people and others we don't. And when we are abhorred by an interaction with someone, uh-huh. pay attention to that, too. That's another archetype. That's important information. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are kind of up in our face and we're not exactly feeling the love for them. Yeah, you know it's kind I'm of hard saying? to say. We're not like feeling the love yeah. for them. I am God and God comes through me. And oh, by the way, would you move? <laughs> 
That's hard to do sometimes. It takes a lot of courage, a lot of vision, a lot of symbolism. Okay. There you go. Reading my mind again. <laughs> well, today we've got a great show for you. We are going to be talking about the symbolic power of the chakras, uh, energy loss, and the relationship to the chakras. And uh, Stephanie has got, uh, as as we do once in a while, I've got her. She's looking uh, like she's shuffling the deck of cards. So it looks like we're going to have some on-air readings today. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one just jumped out. It did. It fell out. And I thought, no, stick it back in. No, don't stick it back in. All right. Uh, what'd you pull? I pulled the addict. Oh, wow. The addict, the gambler, the alcoholic, the the um, addictive nature of people, um, food, compulsive, mm-hmm. OCD in, is in some ways the addict archetype. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, you know what? I mean, that is all part of the cycle of just uh, just shoving our energy out the door. Yeah. Well, you know, what's kind of interesting is the addict is happens to be one of the archetypes I have in my in the big chart in my big chart. Uh, yeah. Let us give you a little background and then we're going to jump right into this. We'll take a short break. But let us let's give you a little background about what this show is about. The show that uh, uh, Stephanie Durham brings of the inquiring mind and, you know, what? what her vision is for the work that she does. Why don't you st- spend a, a little time just letting people know about the work that you're doing and uh, how you incorporate this work from Carolyn Mace, the sacred contract, into your own personal vision. I was um, at a point um, over, you know, it's interesting, hindsight seems to be 2020. Right. And we don't understand why 10 or 15 years ago we did the things we did or we made the choices or people came into our lives. But over my life, over the course of this lifetime, there have been a, a synchronistic um, uh, trilogy of events that occurred probably over the last 15 to 20 years. And um, I was active in um, the corporate world as a CFO. And I came to a point in my life, my personal life, where I was, um, I came to find out later, in the middle of a dark night of the soul. And as uh, those of you who are aware and those of you who are not, um, no one can help you get through a dark night. Mm -hmm. They can be there to assist or to offer guidance. But to get through our dark night, we have to do it ourselves. Yes. We have to find the answers ourselves. Hmm. And so I was offered opportunities um, to do some um, extracurricular type of studies, which took me into the field of energy and into alternative medicine. And so I was attempting to figure out what I should do. And no different than many people who listen to these programs. We're all at some point or another, we're at the same place not knowing which door to open, and I simply put one foot in front of the other. Mm. And it led me to um, the work of Carolyn Mace and uh, uh, Anatomy of the Spirit, and she had just, uh, well, no, she already, uh, uh, Sacred Contracts, and the work, and she opened CMED Institute. Well, Sacred Contracts is uh, the book uh, that deals a lot with an overlay of archetypal energies onto a wheel that has 12 houses, which is similar in nature to a zodiacal wheel. However, there are different interpretations that you use. And through the the context of the archetype as defined by Carl Jung, um, you can learn the shadow and the enlightened side of an archetypal pattern. So I'm thinking, well, this is all great, but 
I, I leave school because I've studied for many years with uh-huh. her at CMED. And um, I leave school and I go back to my office. And I feel like an alien in my own corporate environment. Uh-huh. And it became overwhelming. So I, um, through a, a, a difficult process of transition for me personally, decided, you know what, that ain't it. I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. The old, what is the meaning of life question, but I've got to do something different. So as I continued doing additional studies, I found that there was a place for me to offer my services and that, in fact, if I didn't take that step, I would go crazy. Oh, yeah. And you know it. And we all know that feeling. Feel it. Yeah, we know it. So I stepped into that world and I began uh, teaching and doing some workshops. And then I backed off for a little while. You know, I played with it. Was I really committed? All of that kind of thing. And what ended up happening is that over a period of the last two to three years, I'm pretty serious about my work. And I absolutely and you're very good. love. You're very good at what oh, you do. Bless you for saying yeah, so. I appreciate it. You are, it. and our listeners know that. I am so blessed to to be able to offer input from a different perspective, from a symbolic archetypal perspective, tools for people to use to help um, give them some guidance and insight into a way that we can move from what we were fated to be Mm -hmm. when we were born into what our destiny, according to the universe, according to the universe, is and how to get there. Yeah, and it's breaking through all of the uh, limitations that we have about what our life, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know, all of those things. Which really takes us right into the chakras. But before we go there, because what we have is a symbolic perspective of life uh-huh. and a literal perspective so with the first chakra is an example where we have it's very tribal and when i use the term tribal i'm not speaking um, i'm i'm not from uh, native american or any other indian descent but mm-hmm. tribal is cultural and my little family system that i was born into has a tribal belief system okay things you do things you don't do things right. you say things you don't say mm-hmm. um, what is acceptable what isn't mm-hmm. you know and so that's very literal. Literal is tribe. Do I belong to a tribe? I'm I'm an I'm an American. Mm-hmm. Is that a tribe? Absolutely. Um, and then symbolically, I when I look at the energetic composition of the first chakra, it moves to a divine level of interpretation. And so the addict, as an example has a literal sense that is tribally known as someone who cannot control and is obsessive with whatever. Whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the symbolic or divine interpretation of the addict. Uh, The addict is going to work on something until it gets done. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that can be, and and it's got to be balanced, but the universe and the, the, the God said to me, Stephanie... You need this archetype to do what it is that I have in store for you. And so then I learned to embrace the qualities of the arch- of the of that particular archetype and say, you know what? I am 
addictive in nature. And if I hadn't been, mm-hmm. I would not be sitting in this studio today. I know that. Well, I think, you know, I share that with you, although we haven't, we haven't done my um, wheel yet. Uh, but I share that uh, that with you in terms of you know the both the dark and the light side of that mm-hmm. you know the 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 dark side of course we've talked about the light side you know the 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 side that you're talking about is you know really the foothold for perseverance in in a fashion that is dedicated to an outcome mm-hmm. perseverance. And and the ability to continue on with something, even though we may not believe it, others may not believe it. They have difficulty understanding it. Um, if we are addictive in nature, um, what am I going to learn? What am I going to share? What does it have to do with the world? Mm-hmm. Um, where is my place? The the those are all first chakra questions. Who is my family system? Do I? Who is my social uh, world in which I travel? And the literal, the fundamentally literal explanation of something can transcend because. The addict has the ability to keep digging until they find a symbolic meaning. Um, in, in, in the divine, in the universe, then the calling is to bring it down into the world. Yeah. And that, that sometimes, you know, the gate sometimes doesn't look open for that. No, it certainly doesn't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that's a, a place where, uh, you know, you either make it or it breaks you. Yeah, and uh, when I consider that uh, in, in my own life, because when we look back over it, it's like, well, why did I do that? Why did I do that? I was broken. I was devastated. I was in a thousand pieces. When I look at things symbolically, the reason the gate wasn't open and the reason that I was broken was that there was a lesson. And to embrace that, as an example, I, uh, um, for many years, was uh, in a relationship that was extremely abusive, Mm -hmm. both physically and emotionally. And I recall having said, I was thinking about this this morning, I recall having said to this person, because they would say to me, well, I want to give you what you want. You know, they wanted to, like, literally put me on this pedestal of some place. And I recall having said in reply, you know what? Don't give me what I want. Why don't you just give me what I need? Mm. Because that that's really what I want. I want what I need. And um, this particular person didn't understand that, I guess. I don't know. And then I wondered to myself, why in the world am I in this abusive relationship? I mean, I was in that relationship for 11 years. And I, all of a sudden, the courage came one day to move out of that relationship. Now, just like you moved out of that corporate job. Yes. But in fact, here's what's the blessing. In that relationship, he was giving me what I needed. Mm -hmm. I needed the opportunity time and time and time again to have courage enough to make a change. 
But that required violating my first chakra tribal belief system that you always stay married. You you make your bed, you sleep in it. I can't tell you how many times my mother said that to oh, me. Oh, I've got that you know? one, too. <laughs> and, but it, so I had to symbolically and divinely look at what lesson I had in the world to learn and move beyond it. So, in fact, this person gave was giving me what I needed, and I didn't have the vision to see it. So when we look at those lessons that we have with the first chakra, and you take all the archetypes that I have, when I look at my chart now, my chart of origin, and I overlay that chart into my history. Uh-huh. I will. Exactly. Exactly what I needed to, tr- to move into destiny in that particular area of my Mm -hmm. life at that time. Well, also what you're talking about is the way that you're looking back at your life. I mean, you know, I don't hear you looking back at your life and talking about, you know, the the stories that went on in that relationship. I mean, you're talking about the the opportunity that you had to learn something and, in fact, learned it as as a way to open the door for greater opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, as opposed to talking about that situation as a way to shut the door on the rest of your life. And then that other gate will open. The other gates won't open. That's right. Until it's time. Well, you know, there's a thing that that, that I, I love to talk about, and it's, you know, we look at this idea of one door shutting. Yep. And the thing is, we look at it. We are, the, the door slams shut, and we're still looking at that shut door, when in fact, all we have to do is turn around. Our feet are frozen. We're we frozen. We cannot You're sta- move. Imagine this, folks. You're staring at this door, and the door is symbolic yes. for something that has shifted, changed, or ended in your life. Mm-hmm. And you're staring at the door as if that door is going to open again. When we then... Here, and here's, here's, here's what happens, I think, in my experience and in some of the things that I teach. When we are able to turn around and we, are, we might not move our feet, but we turn around and we see there's another door there. We just need kinda, to turn a little bit to need see. To turn. Yeah. You're moving up the chakras. You're going up into the second chakra. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have the ability to see it. Now there's, there's, but you can't move. You still can't move because the second chakra is about money, uh, finances, um, work, work, <laughs> um, sexuality. So it, we're taking that same situation and we move and we have, but we have a different perspective. Yes, we do. We're looking at it, we're looking at it with with really a different set of eyes. It is, and um, you know, some people will say that. Things don't change around you until you change the way you look at them. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very true. Mm-hmm. And so from that symbolic message, and by the way, that in my particular life, when I go relate that story, that's when my addict was absolutely out of control mm. as well. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I moved out of that relationship, turned around, looked at the door, recognized I had an addictive nature, and then it was just like the floodgates of heaven opened. Yes. And I'm not going to tell you it was all rosy, but there were small things that began to occur 
that I had a great appreciation for that told me I was moving in the right direction. Yes, and that's important, isn't it, to pay attention to those things. Paying attention is the single best thing we can do for ourselves. And sometimes we can't do it for ourselves. That's why you're doing the work that you do, so that you can, you know, uh, help people see or help people turn their head, just that slightest degree, just that slight turn. Well, that's what you do on the program here. All the listeners out there who can't get to someone can listen and see. It's the same thing in a different fashion. Mm. And you do it very well, by the way. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, there's someone that, someone said to me a long time ago, I remember this, you know, I think it was one of my first clients said to me, you know what, I'm coming to you because I really want to recreate that experience I had. And I'm not going to share the details of this in case they're listening, <laughs> but they said, I really want to share the de- I really want to have that same experience. That's what I long for. I long to go back. And I, I looked at him and I said, you know, I, I, I hate to burst your bubble, but you can never create that same experience again because once you experience it, you are forever changed. And there's no going back. Yeah. Now, you can have a similar experience and, you know, be in that moment as who you are now. But it's kind of like someone said to me that my mentor said to me, you know what it's like? It's like watching reruns. You've got the rerun. But you know the ending of the story. And if you choose to watch the story again, it's still a rerun. But your experience of watching the rerun is not like your experience of watching that show for the first time. No, but on the other hand, Mm -hmm. if we're in a good frame of mind... When we watch the rerun, we see something we didn't see before. Absolutely. And that's part of the new experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep, that's right. You can do it. Doesn't matter what you watch. As a matter of fact, uh, same for listening to to radio. It's the same thing. Um, We've got lots in store for you today. As a matter of fact, I think it's a good time to open up the phone lines as well. Sure, that sounds lovely. And we'll continue talking and going through the chakras and talking about the, the, the loss of energy. And all of this is really about letting this energy uh you know leave us energy that we need and bottom line is we got to get unplugged from this stuff so if you wanted to you know call in you have a question we're starting the new year off with stephanie Durham. the website is www.inqmind.com there are many many things there for uh you to to take a look at plus you have some upcoming events right i do we have a, a workshop a three-week workshop which is very much aligned with what we're discussing today cool um that is the Alexa Dime Vision Enhancement. And I, whoa, that starts next Tuesday. <laughs> How about that? Two hours every Tuesday night, three weeks in a row. We will work with you, uh, help you find out which your, what archetypes were in your chart of origin. We will, um, I will work with you each to cast your chart mm-hmm. and go into a three-wheel interpretation, which is... Once again, Kronos when we're born, Kairos the energy right now, and the cosmic or the divine intention for us as it relates to various areas in our lives. Absolutely, absolutely. Powerful. Coolest stuff. Powerful. Absolutely powerful. And we're going to make sure that you all know about that. They could register on the website? Yep. All right. And uh, we'll go into that a little bit later. Okay. I-N-Q-M-I-N-D dot com. We'd like to open up these phone lines, though, because this is the new year. 
Uh, lots of folks are setting intentions, and uh, this is the day. If you want uh, to have a reading done with Stephanie Durham, this would be the place to call and the thing to do. 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or one 298 Toll free, west of the Cascades, one 298 5569. This is the, the Mr. B-Man did that the day after the B-Day, which was yesterday. I'm Mr. Hurting. B from the... I know it is. Uh, poor thing. And perhaps uh. we're going to do a little intention work with Mr. B when we come back. <sighs> Yippee skippy. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. My guest today... Hi, I'm Stephanie. We'll be right back. Don't miss out on this free introductory workshop and change your life in 10 days. Brought to you by an award-winning book, Come to Your Senses, by Dr. Stan Block. Dr. Block explains the tools he has developed to move beyond self-limiting thoughts. Dr. Block will also be joined by Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the award-winning radio program, The Dr. Pat Show. This workshop is offered Wednesday, January 11th from 7 to 9.30 p.m. at the East Shore Unitarian Church. For more information and to register, contact Bobby Braden at 206-550-6316. That's Bobby Braden at 206-550-6316. So begin the new year by casting off those negative thoughts with this free introductory workshop. Sitting by the fire, making memories. Let's pass around the coffee, hear the whisper in the trees. Another day behind us, the moon on the rise finding your music with Ava tonight listen Wednesdays at 7pm right here on KKNW hi this is Dr. Pat you've heard me talk about it and now it's here the book Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call Bobby at 206-550-6316. That's 206-550-6316. Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Get clear on your sacred contracts and the cards you hold in life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our website, inqmind.com. New Spirit Journal. Let the adventure begin. At New Spirit Journal, we want to inform, inspire, uplift, and amuse you. Our readers have in common an interest in life and in the deeper meanings life can offer. We don't claim to have all the answers, but we can start you asking questions. Our writers and advertisers share their techniques, new ideas, and products. Whatever it is, they want to share something they believe will make your life better in some way. Something that might challenge how you think and act today. Something that might make you question something you currently believe or do. You'll find New Spirit Journal at bookstores, cafes, churches, and meeting places the first week of each month. Pick up a copy and let it take your spirit where it will. You can visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. That's NewSpiritJournal.com. Make yourself an adventure today. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. 
Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Yes, indeedy. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. P with my main man here. Mr. B. Mr. B with the B day that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Looking a little uh, happy, like happy. Oh, birthday, I'm happy. Baby. I'm just, it's uh, been oh, a long that. day. <laughs> that song is like, that song you just sang, I actually have the original of that song. Wasn't that Patsy Klein? No. No, it? it was like the Weaver something people. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an it's an old song. Yeah. It is one of the saddest birthday songs I have ever heard. And I had to go back when I was getting a reading. I was getting a reading once, and the person said to me, "Why do you like that song? Why? Why? You know, because they ask you what's your favorite song. Right. I'm like, well, it's my favorite. They're like, that is like the saddest song on the planet. What is it you like about that? And we did a whole thing on that, but not on this show. We can do yeah. that on Ava Sikowski's show, which is Wednesday night. Congratulations, Ava, for your show last night, baby. The way to go. And you know what? Let's, Ava, if you're listening, I would love to talk about, maybe you could help me figure out why I like that song. But right now, we've got some listeners. We're here with Stephanie Durham, the Inquiring Mind. And this is your day to give, find out what's going on. On with you, your sacred contracts. Who do we have, Benny? We'll bring on Lisa to start the day. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Hey. Hi. What's up, girlfriend? Oh, I was just calling. Um, I just seem to be in this place that I'm. I'm having a hard time with direction. And I, you guys were talking about the beginning of the year, and I went, "Wow, yeah, everything seems to be changing." Do you have a compass? I do. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Follow your North Star, sweetheart. Um, you know, that what happens is around the new year when we're in a world where everyone is saying, oh, it's time for our New Year's resolution, what you're going to do, and everybody, and you don't have one because you don't, you think, oh, geez, I don't know what I, what I want to do. Make a list. Make a list of three potential areas that you want to explore. And then meditate on it. Now, the card that just came up for you, Lisa, was the hero or the heroine. And once again, but that card seems to be coming up a lot. That, that came up last week. Yeah, too, that's I- a passion for a journey that you have. And as and I'm feeling it's personal empowerment. So the shadow of the heroine is um, to escape our responsibilities. So you got to quit running from it. There's one of those three things that are it. And then it's like we were talking earlier about the door. You got a door closed in front of you, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you know what? You can stand there and look at it from now until kingdom come, dear, but it is not going to open again. Go down the hall. Move down the hall. The heroine has the courage to move down the hallway into a journey is it personal or work-related uh personal yeah yeah um i don't know what shape it is um i get a i get a shape of a picture but it doesn't mean anything to me so i'm sure it does to you and um 
just make a list of three different things. And if you are aligned, and if in fact the energy around you is aligned for it to be, it will be, but you must look at it. It appears to be bigger than you are, but it is not. It is not bigger than you are. The energy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have all the tools it takes. But you got to turn around and look at the other doors in your hallway. Okay. And it's there. It is okay. so there. I'm so happy for you that it's there. My <laughs> gosh. That is awesome. Congratulations. Way to begin a new year. Great. Thank you. You're welcome, Lisa. Good luck. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Wow. Do you love our listeners? Yeah. Takes a lot of courage to call in. Congratulations. Who's up? We have Deborah now. Hi, Deborah. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Um, I, I'm in a... Uh, a five-plus-year relationship with a man in his 50s. We're both in our 50s. And and I'm struggling with uh, this, this hanging on and this uh, no no direction. And I, I feel like I'm not going to feel like I'm not going to go anywhere. It's like I can't vision something going down like a, a marriage. And I'm just, uh, I just need some, I need some thoughts or something from you. Well, Deborah, the you know this storyteller. What does a storyteller mean to you? Means it's just that storytelling, right? And the storyteller has a tendency to, when we only look at it from the shadow, the storyteller is mm, kind of full of lies or mm-hmm. makes up things that aren't true mm-hmm. about others to hurt them. Now, here's what I want you to look at, dear, and you look at it very carefully. I want you to consider that without the storyteller, we would not have the ancient historical teachings. Because before there was writing, the storyteller is how all of the all of the wisdom of life was carried on, and what those stories did. If you'll recall, in any anyone you can connect to, is that. It was an expression. The stories were told from a personal experience of expression. And so if you are in a relationship like this, there's some, lo- there's some untruths going on and around. And if you will move into the enlightenment of that storyteller and see the wisdom in the relationship, you will view that relationship differently. Been there, done it. So I have to view this relationship differently. Yes, because when the storyteller comes up, it can mess with our minds to the extent that we have conjured up so many what-ifs that we cannot see or feel anything. That's where I'm at. Yeah. But the grace, the grace of the universe will allow the storyteller to pass on to you wisdom if you view the story differently. Okay. And it's there. Don't give up on it. Just look at it differently. Okay. It is so totally there. Okay. All right. 
I think I got you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I think you, you do, too. Thank Good you. luck. Hon. Thank you. You know what I love about the storyteller? Hmm. We, we can create new stories. Yep. You know, recently, um, some people that I work with went through um, some coaching, and the particular um, language that coach had used was story. You want to know what my story is? And I had trouble with that word. My God, I had trouble with that word. It's like, a story is a lie. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, a story isn't. A story is a perception, mm-hmm. and a story is a tale of wisdom. Yeah. It is. I mean, and, and you know, there's a lot of ways. For example, the way that we were talking about your journey. Yeah. Uh, there are different ways to tell that story. Uh, you know, from, from myself, I know that when I was, you know, I used to talk about my story, it was way different oh than my. the way that I talk about it now or, or the way I talked about it on my Voice America show. It's like totally different. You would have thought, mm, what is wrong with her? She needs to go see Stephanie Durham. Okay, <laughs> there we go. All right, Benny, I know we've got more callers. Yeah, we do. Let's bring on Jay. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the show. Blessings for the new year. Thank you very much. Oh. Congratulations. I'm giving you, you a radio hug right now. Yep. What's up? So, what's up? Oh, I'm just wondering what's happening for the year of 2006 for me. And it should be very, uh, should be very busy and very abundant and lots of stuff happening this year, boy. Um, oh, my. Well, uh, you know, there, um, yeah. It will be. And your card, um, dear, was the Divine Child. Divine Child. The Divine Child. Now, there are a lot there. The child archetype um, in the work that I do, there are many areas um, of a child archetype that a person can look at. And some would be a, a, a wounded child or a nature child. And there are several of them. Well, the one that came up for you is Divine Child. And the attribute associated with the divine child moving into the enlightened or empowered portion, particularly in this new year for you, is um, innocence, purity, and in fact does suggest a special connection with the divine or the universe or the cosmic. And um, and I, for some reason, chose to pull another card, and the other card that came up was a messiah. So you are um, in the attribute there is serving humanity with humility. You have a very, very disarming voice. You have a very warm voice. And um, so you're you're going to be moving more into humanity through the divinity of children or through your own divine child. You will move into serving others with humility. Sounds great. I, I like uh, working with uh, people and you know just uh, teaching about a little bit about spirituality, what I've been learning and you know, learning the signs. And, you know, teaching about signs and what and kind of signs in general? Road signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those road signs. Uh, you know, angel road signs, uh, spiritual road signs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's very cool. Yeah. Well, you're right on, guy. Do you have a specific question? Um, I just wondered. Uh, you know, women always ask about relationships, so I'm going to ask one about this one, too. Is, it, is there a relationship coming up later in the year? Uh, what kind of a relationship are you talking about? Oh, okay, a girlfriend relationship. Yeah, uh, there is. And um, I, uh, you know, I just got to tell you, I will caution you that the energy that came up when you asked that question was the femme fatale. What's that? 
Oh, well. That's exactly the name of the card? Yeah. That's the name of the card? Yeah. Femme Fatale is the name <laughs> yeah. of the card? And here's the caution. That's an archetype. Uh, okay, now here's the cautionary words. Now remember, every archetype, for everyone who's listening, every archetype has a shadow attribute as well they as both sides, both an, sides. an enlightening side. The warning I give you as it relates to that energy is to pay attention to becoming involved with an inappropriate agenda as it relates to sensuality or an attachment to the physical world or money or power. Now, here's the awesome, awesome part of the femme fatale. They open your heart when your dependency is rejected. So you may feel as though you have been rejected, but your heart will become open and it will highlight the feminine energy. Um, This relationship will lead you it will close, but it will lead you into um, an absolute divine erotic energy of the feminine. But you must go through this relationship first. Do not listen to me. It's not going to happen Monday at 9 a.m., okay? <laughs> Don't okay. sit and wait for it. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Use the divinity. And uh, this relationship is absolutely on target for you and necessary for you to move into the next. Hmm. Interesting. I just wonder if it's going to be a permanent relationship. No. Hmm. Maybe a permanent friendship, but it will not be a, a permanent intimate relationship. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. It's a warm-up. It's a... Well, <laughs> if you were listening, it was one of it, 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 it's like one of my lessons that I had in my life. We all need to have those lessons in order to move into what the divine, the universe has in store for us, which is huge. And and and, and oh, yeah, you're, it's big for you this year, big. Yeah, totally big. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, that big E word keeps coming up. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Have a great yeah. day, Jay. Many blessings. Thank you. Many blessings. Well, you know. You're, you're the producer. Yeah, but you're, you're the boss who wants to read some stuff. You're the you, boss applesauce. We're, oh, she's going into rhythmic. All right, let's go with Marjorie. Right, Marjorie. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Marjorie, how are you? Hi there, fine. Marjorie is full of glee. Oh, you really? Good. Hey, I did it. Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. What do you got? Well, what are you doing? Are you doing the cards, the archetypes? I always have a hard time with archetypes and understanding them. Okay. Oh, good. I love you. Well, you know, you you are very much like very many people I know. Oh, okay. And I love that last caller, by the way, and everything you told them, especially don't sit and wait at 9 o'clock, because I've done that. <laughs> I think we've all done that, yeah. too. Yeah. What question do you have, Marjorie? And, and, and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll attempt to answer it in a fashion that well, really hits are, home. I, I think I know what my primary archetypes are, but I'm, I'm kind of doubting it right now. I'm going through a period of physical problems, and, and it's kind of dampening my, my big star and guiding light there. Okay. Dampening the big star and guiding light. What is? Um, the physical problems. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm wondering, am I getting through them? I'm, you know, I've always been able to get through them before and really fast. Yeah. Um, well, we get tired when the warrior, you know, you're, you've been out there battling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and what happens is that it, when we battle without purpose, uh, we get tired. 
and we don't allow ourselves time to get filled back up and rejuvenated. So you are in a place of hospice now. Oh. And enjoy the recuperation. Your warrior days are, believe me, not over. Oh. Okay. But it does require um, a little bit of you know, kind of self-sacrifice to the greater purpose, so to mm. speak, the warrior energy. And um, the... Um, the lack of energy that you're feeling right now, if you stay fixated on it, it in fact um, will affect and inflict you to a point in time where your physical ailments will become more than you can get through this lifetime. So you have a choice to literally enjoy. This sounds silly, I know. Enjoy where you're at and quit owning the ailment. Oh, okay. Cool. I have been enjoying the resting, which I don't usually allow myself to do. Yeah, but you own your ailment. Ah. You say, thing, you say things like, well, my knees are, or uh, my arthritis in my knees. Okay. Do you do that? Well, I'm trying to watch my, my, my speech. Do you do that? I've been working on that for about 20 years, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so good. here's the thing. The arthritis in my knees. Every time you say, my... Uh, arthritis, my um, heart, or, or my heart condition, or my MS, or my, my cancer. My cancer. You mm-hmm. own it. Okay. Okay. And okay. and so you will enjoy this hospice, but keep in mind that it is visiting you. Oh, okay. 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 And your warrior energy needs to recuperate. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, this is like somebody that drops by your house and yeah. then leaves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. They're not like moving in. Oh, good. No. Yeah. They're kind of oh, like no, another thing my mom used to say. Why do we always do the mom stories? She used to say, you know, sometimes house guests are like fish. They start stinking after four days. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's when, it's, it. when it's time for your energy and your visitor to leave, <laughs> they will leave. That's right. And take the smell with them. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye, Marjorie. Right. Full of glee. Oh, boy. What would we do without those sayings, you know? I don't know. I remember that one. You make your bed, you sleep in it. And I used to go, you know, <laughs> that's another day, another yeah. story. I went for about three years not making my bed because I thought, like, you know. Oh, forget it. This is it. I ain't the, doing the, it. the ceiling's going to fall in on me. <laughs> All right, Benny. I know we've got another caller. Let's do it. We do. And I hope Becky makes her bed. Becky, are you there? Yes. Hi, Becky. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Beck. I would like to know um, what you have for me for 2006. As it relates to? Uh, Life in general. I just moved within, uh, I I kind of um, altered a relationship that I was in for about a year. Decided to step out of that. Um, moved into a great big house with uh, three gay men, <laughs> and um, I'm feeling good, but, uh, you know, kind of backtracking back and forth where I'm going with that, and actually the caller that you had, the gentleman before the last lady, a lot of the things that you said to him were kind of um, relevant to me, but I just kind of wanted a general feeling of, of am I moving in the right direction? You have the trickster in your energy, and the uh, the trickster um, is awesome 
because it teaches us how to transcend convention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like moving into a house of three gay guys. Your family uh-huh. would probably roll over. No. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. No, I mean, okay. okay. So you transcend, I don't, tribal, remember? I'm speaking okay. family, tribal okay. belief. Okay, cool. The world would say, what in the world are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so are you predictable? Am I predictable? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I'm kind of eccentric. I, I, but... The cards that you read for the gentleman before were, I work with kids uh-huh. and um, love children, um, very open-minded. I have two of my own that are grown, um, but I tend to, I tend to sometimes um, probably do too much, and I'm trying to take care of myself instead of being such a caregiver to other mm. people. Yeah, you should have been one of the callers for a gift certificate for a spa day. <laughs> you need a spa day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other card that came up while you were talking was the advocate. Uh-huh. And the advocate is, um, they inspire ca- compassion. The advocate and you inspire compassion and you put it into action. And the shadow of that is that, um, you would actually advocate for something that isn't aligned with what your commitment is this life. So, your trickster is playing with you, is what, that's, you've got trickster energy. Is that kind of like the crow? It's kind of like the coyote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like the coyote. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and the trickster is like um, a clown, oh, a wise funny. clown, <laughs> a wise fool. I do that sometimes. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the trickster. Okay. 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 And 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 so, but they they know what the heck they're doing. Absolutely. But we have looked at it so literally, mm-hmm. and that's why it, they transcend. They 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 put a they put a red ball on their nose and look stupid at a formal black tie affair. Right. But they know exactly what they're doing. So yeah. when you are unconventional in your advocacy. Um, you work with people in a way that is not, uh, or you work with children, you said, but mm-hmm. you work with people in a way that is not conventionally accepted. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. But that doesn't mean it's any less powerful. It's probably, yeah. it, you're aligned with it. Yeah, you're, and, yeah. you know, it's yeah. kind of us out of the box people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ones that, kind of, yeah. you know, you I might guess, shoot I from. The, I'm, I guess what I've had that is, I had it happen for a few years, and then I moved into this relationship where I was definitely advocating for somebody. And um, I, I probably to the point of ignoring my own needs. Oh, and that's the shadow of the advocate. There right. you go. That so is I'm, the, so I, this voice just kept going. Get out! Get out! Yeah, and <laughs> and we you, time for you. <laughs> All right, I love that. I love that mantra. I love what you just said. Let's uh, let's end this show today with that note of the, time for you. Time for you to move. And and enjoy and continue being unconventional because you're right aligned with it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank I you. Love your show. Thank love you it. so much. And you know we've got a great program with Stephanie planned for the year. And go to the website inqmind.com com. to find out about the upcoming events. But boy, we have got a powerhouse lined up for you this year. Uh, conferences we're planning. This is about the expansiveness. And start with yourself, okay? Start right here, right now with you. Start with you. In the moment. In the moment. Thank you, Stephanie. Get in the mix. Say it. 
Get in the mix in 2006. All right, we're going to cut that out and make that tag going from Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind. I'm Dr. Pat. Tomorrow, the show that you will have, the uh, Ward Powers, Diane Powers, won the movie, opening tomorrow. They're going to be right in here in the studio, thanks to Stephanie Durham. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by.